Thanks again for joining us on Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the Bungalower, Brendan O'Connor, your source for hyperlocal news. Uh, you always seem to forget. I know. What who do you I do? Are. What do I do? Who cares? Who are you? Nobody cares about me. So if you're listening to this right now, you are not tuned in to 104.1 probably. Which is okay because we're all about podcasting too. That's right. So our show got bumped this week because of an Orlando City soccer game. Which means we can cuss on this episode, That's, right? Yeah, we can. I think, But I think our, our Apple iTunes says we're a clean podcast. Uh, so no F-bombs, mm, Brendan. Right. I don't want to be a liar. Don't say any of those F-words. Mm-hmm. So anyway, right Fugazi. now the, <laughs> Orlando City Soccer bumped us, but we wanted to do a show anyway. So we are here. We are chatting all about Orlando. So if you're mm-hmm. listening to this, thank you so much. You're listening to it on a podcast. <laughs> Did I get that all out there? I guess, but I think they already know they're on a podcast. That's true. And we're in your little phone. Let me out. So we are at Credo Conduit again. This is where Brendan does all his work. My little office. So yeah. I, can, I can keep an eye on uh, what that crazy Ben Hoyer's doing from mm. Credo Coffee. So we're uh, this is downtown-ish. Downtown Kinda adjacent? North, co- North Quarter. That should be the uh, the tagline for North Quarter should be downtown adjacent. Where does downtown end, Brendan? Colonial. All right. Where does it start? Uh, 408? 408, I okay. would say. All right. Yeah. What about the other way? Uh, Thor, Lake Eola. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. What about the other way? Uh, I-4. Really? So Paramore's yeah. not downtown? Well, that's the old way of saying it, yes. But the Central Business District and Downtown Development Board are, are pushing that boundary a little bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the reestablishment, you know, this redoing of uh, Central, making it super nice so people can walk on big fancy sidewalks when they go to the soccer stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, like. On Central or Church? Or both, actually. Both. That's right. Central's being redone right now. Church was already done. That's right. Um, yes crazy you ever eaten that little hamburger stand there on church across the street from the stadium no no me neither i don't even know what you're talking about it's like by that gas station that they painted purple it might be purple it used to be like an aqua yeah aqua green like every other thing in orlando when did orlando become the aqua it's like a that's a miami holdover right it's like yeah i think so it's like the florida old school florida um retro mod architecture and then like that aquamarine color like the view downtown yeah exactly yeah so you've never eaten at the hamburger stand never there? i would either i check it out i think someone's gonna buy that gas station though you're i don't even do they even have gas at that gas i don't station? think so i think they're just uh it's like a convenience store i once did a story <laughs> there was a guy who ran a barbecue Drink. truck yeah, there was a guy who ran a barbecue truck. This was before food trucks, too. Before, okay. like, the whole fad. This guy ran a, a food truck out of that gas station. Oh, it was called, like, it was called like Uncle Ted's Better Than Best Barbecue. or it, the, the thing was Better Than Best Barbecue. I don't remember the guy's first name. I love name. it already. Yeah, but he ran a food truck out, out of there. I thought it was the coolest thing. This was back in 2010 <laughs> before... Once again, the food truck fad, and, and now it's all hip. So I don't Some know what happened. Some people might get guy. mad if you say fad, but fad? Uh, but I don't care. I can say fad. <laughs> Is it a fad? It's not a fad. Food truck. We're here to stay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You think the food truck scene's gonna you go away? You think food trucks gonna be here in twenty years? Yeah, we'll I see. Do. And I think they'll be better. Okay. I don't know. I don't really eat at food trucks. Ever? Not really. I like them. I, I don't. Like, I don't dislike like the food coming out of them. I don't. I mean, I don't care about like 
people get all freaked out about the health code part of it. I they are more that. the health codes for food trucks are more totally uh, strict than for brick and mortar. I guess I just am of the and persuasion you can see the yeah. that if I'm going to go out to eat somewhere, I don't want to eat off a ironing board. <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, and the person who started that big wheel provision started that whole ironing uh-huh. board thing at the Audubon Park Farmers Market, and I just thought that was so cool. I don't know. It's just I. I uh, once again, I know they make great food. I have nothing yeah. against that. I, I just, like pop-ups. If I'm going to eat, I'm going to sit down and eat somewhere. The whole pop up nature of like transforming a space into something else, at least for a little bit, I think that's really exciting. All right. So I I, I dig food trucks. To each his own. Heard here first. What I are we like talking food about? Trucks. John does not. Uh, well, since we're in conduit, let's start talking about. We'll just get it out. Uh, did you hear that thing about Ben Hoyer? He's the COO of a new uh, social enterprise I accelerator. I program. was there when they announced it. It was crazy. So you, were you. You made that beautiful video. Thanks. Yeah, good job, John. Yeah, no problem. So Ben Hoyer runs Credo Coffee and yeah, right. So like everything. If anybody ever wants to do, I'd like. I'd like to know more about this. So. Affiliated with a church, right? He's yeah. a pastor. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know that. Starts a nonprofit coffee shop uh, where people can decide how much they want to pay for a coffee. Yep. And then the zero. Zero. <laughs> what happens? How about you pay me for this coffee? <laughs> can I charge negative amount? <laughs> you owe me too. <laughs> um, and then the money goes into like they were already doing this thing called rally makers, where they would give money two local uh, entrepreneurs as like a little startup fund to fund their businesses. Yeah. And that's awesome. Right. But now he, because he became like this poster child for local do gooding mm-hmm. uh, and he has like this, I don't want to say cult following because <laughs> I just said church, <laughs> but he has this, this very loyal following of, of people a whole army yeah. <laughs> um, that will do whatever, they'll support Sounds whatever like he wants you're, to do. You're basically describing a cult. <laughs> We've drunk the Ben Hoyer <laughs> coffee Kool-Aid. Um, he, he now is like this guy that this that people plug into, these big businesses. So now Rollins College is behind him, City of Orlando, uh, Clean the World, multi-million dollar nonprofit. Yep. And who else? What's the, oh, uh, the, the Central, Central Florida, Florida Foundation. They're Amazing. sort of the ones spearheading it. And so this guy who started a coffee shop is now the COO of a social entrepreneur accelerator, accelerator it. handling like potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. and steering the next creative class cohort. Yeah. And, I, and I, I guess the idea is to find people that have these sort of social enterprises that they want to get off the ground, because I think as Ben explained when they announced this last week, that if you want to go into that sort of realm of, you know, I don't want to be a nonprofit, but I really don't want to be a full like for-profit business. I want to do somebody who does a little bit of both. Where do right. you start? And there's just not a lot of places to sort of help those people get started. So that's kind of what this accelerator is all about. And I think you can apply to it today or tomorrow. Might be the last day, the 30th of June. Is the last day? Maybe, or maybe that's, what, no, no, you're right. That's when they start. So you can get your applications in starting June 30th. Okay. So we should get an application in. Yes. We need a company. <laughs> well, and we, then we want to make millions. We applied. We applied. Bungalower. We did a whole pitch at a rally makers thing uh-huh. as a social. We're, we're, we, we style ourselves as a, ourselves as a social uh, enterprise ah. in the sense that we're providing low barrier access to news and, uh, and advertising for local businesses. All and, right. And uh, we did not get any money. 
They didn't like your idea. Life. They didn't like it. They didn't think we were good enough. But uh, we'll try again. Although yeah. this also has like a for-profit stream, right? I think so. So that's sort of the basis behind this is that even Clean the World, Clean the World is, if you don't know what Clean the World is, they, in a nutshell, they take the Shampoo unused models. shampoos and soaps and even used, I think, at hotels and turn it back into soap that they can ship out to nation or th- like third world countries, basically. Where so they, they can, don't mind if it's secondhand. No, soap. no, they they clean. They make sure it's like clean yeah. and all that. And I then they send it out, and then they, they help. don't tell them. They don't say, "Hey, this is leftover white people soap." They say, <laughs> <laughs> "This is well, anyway." Soap. It helps like fight against bacteria and viruses and all that. And and so anyway, that's. I want to so, say, Sean. All you want to do is start a, is launch a social entrepreneur program called Secondhand White People Soap. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have the same ring to it as Clean the World. <laughs> but Sean Seipler, who's in charge of that, uh, I, I think he said at the meeting the other day that of his 15 entities that are sort of under the Clean the World umbrella, only one of them is a nonprofit. The other ones are all for profit. profit. And that's the idea behind that is to sustain the nonprofit, you need to make money. And so that's what they do. The, uh, I work with a nonprofit, ArtReach Orlando, which we've talked about on other programs. And they, we just hired somebody from a for-profit background, uh, marketing and branding, and hoping mm. to like apply those aspects, for-profit aspects, to running a nonprofit. Yeah. So you're, you're not just always operating with your hands that's out. That's what you got to do. I agree. Yeah. You know, that's sustainable. Got to have something. Well, you can't just... Keep depending on no, money, no. which, you know, speaking to people depending on money, like Mad Cow. Yeah. Right. Not paying their bills. Yeah. When they didn't pay theirs, they got in some trouble for not paying their actors. And then the city's like, well, we're not going to give you this amount of money anymore. Or it was threatened. I don't know if they actually ended threatened. up. The city threatened and the United Arts yeah, actually said they're not getting money. And so if you lose that funding and you have nothing else, right. you, know, you can be in some big trouble. But they have a free... This, their space was given to them by the city. Yeah. And then semi-funded for the build-out through the city. And then also sponsored by private sponsors like Harriet Lake, who loves giving her money to Artist Causes. Yeah, but, you know, Harriet's 95, isn't she? I mean, yeah. she's done a lot for the city, but she won't be here forever. Not forever. And I'm sure her kids are not going to be as freewheeling as she is with no. her money. Uh, what happens then, right? And so, and, and if they have all of that given to them for free, but they're still not producing and able to get enough people in the seats. Mm-hmm. You ever been to a Mad Cow show? I have. I never have. I went to Tommy. Okay. Which was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. I'll yeah. be honest. I didn't like it. So the space is beautiful. Yeah. I haven't been in. I love the idea in? of a theater right on Church Street. Yeah. I think it should be taken over by Fringe. Yeah. Yeah. It should just be like an ongoing international fringe festival. That'd be great. Burlesque shows, like make it more. Make it Orlando. Orlando and more appropriate to downtown. Totally. Yeah. Dr. Phil's not going to do that stuff. No. Deepak. No. Yeah. So what else we got? Uh, Well, actually just up the street, Frankenstein's. uh, Frankenstein. (laughs) The uh, hot dog. Hot dog central mecca for Orlando. I always like their hot dogs there. That's pretty good. I didn't go all the time, but. If you like uh, recycled animal anuses, <laughs> I do. I love them. Ground up and put in a little well, the thing. The thing I like about it is like sometimes you go downtown and you're like, you know, I'm hungry, but I don't need yeah. a full meal. Let's get a hot dog. Get a hot dog. Like, especially if you have to just eat something real quick before you're going to go catch a Broadway show. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I was digging it. We so used to go happened? there and play What's Jenga. Going on? The owner said, "It's just the climate is a changing." Yep. Downtown, we need to stick with the times. Let's do something different. And so he's keeping ownership of the space, but just flipping it. It's going to be called Market on Magnolia. Market on Magnolia. Or Magnolia Market. Is that like Market on South? Kind of. I actually think it's Magnolia Market. Just okay. like uh, Chip and Joanne Gaines from Flipping Houses. Yeah. Or what is it called? Not Flipping Houses. I don't watch television. You don't watch television. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Hulu. Um, they don't have... What about Market on South? That's the one on... That's another story. Well, we're waiting for something to happen there. All right. There's some there's some dust up happening at Market on South, but we won't talk about it because nothing's official yet. Uh, but this one will have it's a food hall. It'll have three different vendors in there. It's uh, Thornton Park Anthony's Pizza will okay. be there. They're gonna do something called Sauce Pizza yeah. downtown. <laughs> Hooray! A little vendor, little vendor, uh, Dakini Poke. All right, we're getting like more poke places in two months. This is the second one right? we've ever had. Only a couple blocks away from each other. Yeah, it's the actually the same owner, Pete Downing, owns uh, Frankenstein's. He also owns Dakini, which is in Meat House in Winter Park. Okay, so I'm sure he saw like that other poke place like scoping out his territory yeah. downtown. Was like nobody does poke like I do poke. All right, bruh. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so he's coming down, and then gnarly barley. Cool. It's going to have a little food Good sandwiches. Stall. Good sandwiches. They'll have 40 beers on top. Still, you know, bar will stay the same. They'll just have three new bar stalls. Uh, big, long tables for people to just park at and okay. meet their neighbors. You could do I, growler services. I see that working. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. There's like Good. grab and go for all the kids that live downtown. Awesome. L- late night food service. When they get it, when's this open? In a month. They're okay. hoping in August. I walked by today. It looked like they were like closing up. Sunday. Okay. Sunday's yeah, Sunday. Last day. This Sunday is their last day, and then they're going to close down for hopefully a month and then reopen. They're cool. Open. It's just really quick aesthetic stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine Permanent's going to give them a hard time. Yeah. But you never know. Never know. From what we've seen. <laughs> uh, and also just up the street, that Noir Cafe. I, I've walked by it, but I haven't walked in yet. It's pretty cool. Yeah? It's all right. Just coffee, right? Yeah, coffee. That's good. It's all right. The chef seems very nice. Chef Bob Milligan. Oh, they got they have food there too. Mm-hmm. They got like sandwiches and pastries. Cool. He doesn't make the pastries yet, though. All right. Um, it was this good. is where the City Arts Factory is. It is. It's it's the corner. It's right where Barney's was. Barney's yeah. is out. Yeah. And Noir Cafe is in. Cool. With Chef Bob Milligan the third. What time they closed, you know. I think like business hours. Darn it. Yeah, they're not a late night coffee shop. Which One day. Actually, just up the street. Did you hear that about Foxtail Coffee? I knew they were going into where Dovecote's at. Yeah, taking over that coffee That's bar. That's kind of cool. I do think it's cool. I I don't know how they're maintaining all this growth. Foxtail? Yeah, they're just everywhere, right? Like, they opened that space in Winter Park. They're expanding next door to yep. that space that never sold out. Yep. And then they're they're becoming, like, the roaster for a lot of different spots, and then to have this other satellite location in Dovecote is interesting. But the Dovecote one is already there. All that stuff's there because they always had coffee at Dovecote. It is. I, I haven't asked what's happening with the guy who was running it, Brett Ware. Well, he, I, I thought Brett said he was opening his own shop. He has like I a, could be wrong on that. They have what's it called? The uh, oh, I I did a video on it. I the mobile coffee service. Yeah. 
It has a funny name, and now I can't remember it. It'll look it up. It'll come to us. Yeah. Um, Great, great program. They do chai lattes, like nitro chai lattes. They sell kegs, like a pre-made chai latte. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. They're also, I guess they're going to activate the patio space that's right in front of them. Yeah, this is Foxtail. Foxtail is going to activate, yeah. So, but yeah, all the infrastructure is already there. I, I mean, Foxtail is not really taking much risk. I feel like by moving in and saying, "Hey, we'll do your coffee." It's probably a service that Dovco wanted, and instead of their folks having to run it, yeah, now they don't have to pay. Yeah, right. I don't know how well they're doing, uh, Dovco. So yeah, I don't know. I yeah. mean, they always seem kind of busy. Their happy hours are the bomb. They probably do well. For like lunch because it's so close to the courthouse. I know it's probably a quick turnaround, but I don't know how great it is for dinner though. Uh, All their foods delicious. Yeah, I'm a huge fan, mm. but I've never seen a lot of people there at night, which is a shame. Um, seagulls. I know seagulls. The uh, seagulls closed. Yeah, what's it called? Cl- seagulls. Seagulls clothing. clothing men's clothing. And it's men's and women's, I guess. They didn't have much women's stuff in there. I don't no, think so. Not oh, the one, one. No, the one in Winter Park had women's stuff. I don't think the one in downtown Was had, just for men? I think so. Uh, yeah, so they're closed. This was in, it's called the Knight Building downtown. Isn't it the Crest Building? Oh, maybe it says Knight outside. <laughs> I thought it said Knight right no, there. No, it's Crest. It's the Crest Building. I'm going to take a photo. It's right next to the new Walgreens. It's where uh, my buddy hangs out. No, I can't remember his name. Man, really, I am, really I am just blanking today. You need a coffee, buddy. I do. I need a, a, a Credo <laughs> Foxtail. Now, we said when we Milton, broke. That's where Milton McKnight, who's in a wheelchair, uh, that's where he hangs out. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Seagulls, after 18 years? So, the Sentinel said 18. Yeah. I said 15 because it was printed in their window that yeah. they closed after 15 years. I don't know. Uh, but the Sentinel... When we, we broke it and said 15, I should just say at least 15. And there you go. <laughs> I might post edit the post. Post edit so the post. They're closing down just because there's no right. foot traffic there to buy men's clothes. No, they actually said when I spoke to them, the, uh, what did they say? The clientele has changed. It was time to go. So I'll this, say this about Seagulls. I bought my wedding suit at Seagulls, the one in Winter Park. I bu- I have a gray suit that I wear a lot. I bought it there. And I've I've bought maybe some other stuff there. Not much. It's great. Like if you need a nice suit, Seagulls is really, really good, but it's not you're not gonna it's not cheap. Like no. it's not like shirts, to be honest with you, shirts are like hundred and eighty dollars. They're right. <laughs> I, I can see how they would say that the clientele's changed because everybody who's buying up those office spaces are like startups. Yeah. Right? Where I'm more that demographic. It's you can roll in in sneakers and jeans and a, totally. and a cap and you're fine. Uh, the executive scene is not really as strong as it was downtown. No, not there. I mean, but Winter Park, I mean, it works well. I feel like people go in, they need yeah. nice clothes. Like I said, I like Seagull's clothes. I like how they tailor stuff. I like the folks that when you walk in there, they, they like come up to you and ask you what you need. Like it's like a small shop. Like it's good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, it's, it's just pricey. Third generation. Uh-huh. Seagull's is actually their family name, mm-hmm. right? So the first one opened in Lake Mary the second one was winter park and then this was their third. Uh, so they've just, they've closed the Lake Mary and the downtown. Okay. And now they only have the winter park one. Yeah. Like I said, it's nice clothes. Yeah. Well, after 30 years, they know what they're talking about. Uh-huh. Hopefully 
the Winter Park one sticks around. So any idea what might go there? Because the barber shop next or next door, also the stylist closed. also closed. Yeah, trend. Yeah, uh, those are the same cats that are in Church Street Exchange. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, a cool, cool space. little space. Yeah, yeah, you walk back there. There's an upstairs. That's where Macbeth Photo Macbeth used Studio used to be there. Uh, beautiful Art Deco building. Mm-hmm. Those retail spaces are small. I don't know if it's going to... I hope it would remain retail. I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening I wonder either. if downtown should just embrace that it's bars and restaurants and just get over being retail. I think you still need some retail. Yeah. But what what would go there that you uh, need? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this with the food hall coming. Uh-huh. If they start doing like sundries and stuff in there too, yeah, make it more like a farmers market. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be really interesting to fulfill that need. And then Walgreens is right up the street. Yeah, I guess that serves everybody. There's no like grocer right there. No, um, no. Yeah, I don't know. What else is happening, man? Meats. Let's talk about meat. Meat. The actually, I want to call Ivanhoe the Virginia Drive section of Ivanhoe should be called the Meat District. The Meat District. So they have Santiago's Bodega. Yep. Bull. They have a bull as their symbol. Mm-hmm. Right next door, the Matador. Yeah. Right. Clearly a bull. That's their logo as well. Across the street is this new realty place. It's like something with a bull. And they actually put in this big <laughs> metal. just called the bull district instead <laughs> of the meat district. Baloney. <laughs> call it bull something. Hey, hey, iTunes, I won't swear. <laughs> uh, so they got a big bull sculpture there. And then this Orlando Meats is finally opening on Monday. Finally. It's been like a year and a half, year. two no, years. I remember when they closed because they used to have a shop in like Conway area or something like that. And he said, I wanted to be downtown. The person who's right. running this spot and now they uh they're finally opening so it's been it's been at least a year uh it'll be interesting to see what happens i know it's opening monday just the butcher part is opening on monday and then the restaurant there's gonna be like a 20 seat restaurant yeah. sandwich thing yeah uh that's gonna open in a couple of weeks and they they buy i mean i want to say they do like butcher and right like they buy the hog or they buy the cow and they like do it all there the whole thing and, they do yeah. like full full animal what are they sure. called whole Head animal butchery snout to tail snout to tout something like that <laughs> so, no, so this is gonna go between matador and uh santiago's bodegas right and the old I think flag, the flag store was there right? yeah flag world which uh-huh. actually just moved across the street how many like a flags do you think they sell? I, mean, I think it's all sell. online. It must be online. You think so? Just like how many how many lampshade spots were there know. in Mills 50? Now there's only one, I think. Okay. But there used to be. When I moved here, there was like six. And yet the balloon store is still balloon open. Balloon store. That's a front. You think so? Mm-hmm. They've been in business for like 35 years. Human traffickers for no, sure. For so. sure. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't get mad at me. Uh, PR's Taco Play Palace in Winter Park down. closed. In Winter Park closed. Hey, Winter Park. What did you think of that story? So Scott Joseph wrote this first, I think. Am I right? Uh, yeah, that's where I saw it first. No, he did. Because somebody actually, someone told me they closed two weeks ago, which was not true. They had <laughs> limited their hours to summer hours. Uh huh. Summer so hours. That's, back. Back. that's what they were saying. But they did it for both stores, so I believed it. Um, didn't look into it any further. Yeah, why bother? And then, <laughs> well, I thought it was, well, I trusted them. Yeah. Don't right lie now, to I me. should mention right now is normally when we take a break, but because we're not on the radio, no we're break. just going to keep going. This is an ad free. That's right. Uh-huh. Bungalow or in the bus. 
just for you. Ad free. Our listeners. Brought to you by bungalower.com. <laughs> um, you're welcome. So PR is Taco Palace. Yeah, he said Winter he closed because of parking. So I don't know about that. Mm, it's probably because of the perception <laughs> that they were dirty. <laughs> dirty AF. <laughs> as you can would you say write. that? As you would write. You can say that. Yeah, I can spell things. All right. right? AF. All right. Did they, were they and Fitch. Were they dirty in there? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. It was not a clean place. Based on just you going in there or I've based on like health code stuff? All of the above. Okay. Um, you know, there were reports of rats running across people's tables. Ah. Or um, when I was there, the, the lights were kept dim, I think on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can't see everything. It was yeah. dirty. It was dirty. Yeah, I mean. But I- that's the charm. When you go to some of these places, it, well, there's a there's a you take a charm, and then there's it actually being dirty. <laughs> it was dirty. It was so dirty. I I actually went to PRs when I first moved here years ago. I went there. I actually kind of liked it. We went on a bike ride. We stopped there. We had chips and salsa and guacamole. I had a taco, and I liked it. And then when they moved into another location in Winter or er, College Park, where I lived, pretty close to that one. So that used to be like a Caribbean place that closed. And then for a year or two even, PRs was supposed to open. So it took forever. Forever. Finally, they opened. Wife and I went there once. We didn't like it. They didn't it, like the service was bad. The food really wasn't that good. And, and my wife is the type of woman that if, if it's not good the first time, ninety nine percent of the time, we will never go back. Okay. I, I'll give places another chance. Right. Maybe it was a bad night. My, ma- my man Scotty's like that too. I get it. I she get it. won't. She she mm-hmm. just disowns them. So, but this was the rare case that we went back because we wanted to sit outside. We had our dog with us one time. I ordered a beer. She ordered guacamole, and it was just it was bad. Like it was just bad. Like how do you mess up guacamole that bad? Yeah. And so now we are never allowed to go back to Palace. <laughs> um, I haven't been there. I've been there in like a year and a half. With the glut. This is the, the one uh, in College Park uh, I haven't been to. And that we, one's still open. We have so many amazing restaurants, let alone really good taco restaurants right now. Uh-huh. You got to step it up. Totally. You know, if you, but, there's no but way. But I think with that, I'll say this. With that kind of Mexican food that they are offering... You can be good and still be kind of not like high end. Right. So like Cochina 214 is a high end Mexican place in in Winter Park. Yeah. So if I'm going to go get like good old Mexican food, I'm probably not going to go to Cochina 214 just because it's expensive. It's more expensive. If you want like real, like go to like a popka. Totally. Yeah. But if I want like, you know, chips and salsa and big tacos and beans and rice, like, like right. I like those types of places sometimes, but I, I PR is just didn't really do it for me. Like if I'm going to get like the Tex-Mex kind of American Mexican, I'll probably go to uh, Garibaldi's out on Semarón. What's the uh, what's the Tex-Mex from Austin's the chain that's over on uh, it's across from uh, the Winter Park. Uh, where's everybody complaining about parking all the time in Winter Park off of. Oh, oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Right there by Kona Grill and right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. And there's an Elvis statue, Chewies. Chewies. 
we had so back to my other experience. No. We had we went to one of the Chewy's locations on I Drive one time. weren't super impressed. Okay, that one was because my wife's vegan, but she'll eat vegetarian sometimes, and there just wasn't a ton of offerings there. I got something to say about that. Uh huh. I I love vegetarian food. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would happen if I went into a vegetarian restaurant and asked for something with chicken? Like, do you have any meat offers? It's true. Do people do that? No. No. Right? And they would be offended. <laughs> but a vegetarian could go to a steak restaurant and, and get mad if there's not a vegetarian option. True. But so, with, I will say with Mexican, even she might have got some meat in some oh, by accident? vegetarian fajitas. She got a st- that might have made her mad. She got a stray chicken piece? Might have been. Yeah, yeah it could have been something like that. Yeah. Life. So, so anyway, PR's closed. Uh, Soho Juice, you wrote about this coming up. I did, yeah. I, I, I chatted online with the people that are open in this. I guess they have a location in St. Pete and Tampa. Right. And they're opening a new location here. It's like a juice bar. Another juice another bar. Another juice bar. It's on uh, Fairbanks and Orlando Avenue where Subway used to be. I'm glad someone's using that piece of property. Instead of just like another Subway. Yeah, right? <laughs> like that's It's cool. I'm, I'm interested in seeing somebody use it. I thought someone would just demo it and make it into something else. So it's, it's great I to see I hope they do all right. I mean, it's busy over there. I will say that. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess if the Subway did okay. Uh, you got to really want to go to a juice bar <laughs> to brave that. Yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of traffic over there. Poor but things. I'm sure it'll do OK. You're a uh, big juicer. You big fan of juicing, bro. You even juice, you even <laughs> juice, bro. I juice bike. Yeah. yeah, I like I like the Skybird. I'll drink the Garden Greens from Skybird all the time when I'm at East End. Yeah. It's my, it's my we got one in College Park, New Moon. New Moon. Yeah, I have They're been. pretty good. Grounding Roots. I'm not. They're like right next to each other, those mm-hmm. two places. I'm not much of a juice. I mean, I like a smoothie here and there. Yeah. But. Grounding uh, Roots has done a lot of work with Bungalow. Or yeah. They've, they've worked a couple of our events. Okay. Especially when we do stuff with Lululemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a fan. So Super Soho nice was people. supposed to open. They told me between 45 and 60 days. So we'll August, see. September. Winter Park's not as stringent on their zoning stuff as we are. Yeah. Uh, hey, what about this the schism that's happening in the Orlando Opera? Uh, I don't know if it's a schism. Oh, we'll see. I think it's exactly a schism. Well, well, somebody has a different vision, perhaps. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they broke off. Well, maybe. So there's... Opera Orlando. So, yes, we're talking right. about Opera Orlando. Right. Existed for a while. Well, they, they, so if I'm not mistaken, there was an Opera Orlando and then it went, went away, went away, mm-hmm. and then it got revived the right. last few years. As happens. Yep. Okay. And so they present traditional opera in a traditional setting. They do. And some might say, boring <laughs> some might say that Some might say that i, I wouldn't you know some might say traditionalists yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh a young woman here in town nicole mm-hmm. dupre great name said she's a makeup artist and she's done makeup for uh lots of theatrical productions here i wrote this wrong in my t- right. i said she did it for 30 years she's like 30 but she's 30 <laughs> and she meant she'd done 30 productions she decided that she wanted to make her own opera company and change it up a little bit. Right. So she launched her own opera company called Opera Del Sol. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And full disclosure, the other sort of organization I work for, Change Everything, we're helping her with some of the marketing and, oh, and leadership. Oh, is she a client? Uh, we're helping her. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So we're helping her out sort of get off the ground because we believe in Nicole because I think she really does have a – 
uh, a passion for wanting this to work. Yeah, and she's cool. And she's taking a, a different direction. I mean, she's not starting another company that's exactly like Opera Orlando. It sounds like pop-ups. She un- exact yeah, and part of it is that she wants to do opera in locations where you wouldn't normally see it. Okay. Sort of bring it to you. I think her tagline, one of her taglines is uh, one of her talking points is she wants to make opera sexy again. All right, bring it sexy back. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, you might see it in some unexpected spots or maybe there's a dinner party with an opera singer or, or who knows. producing like an art event. It kind of sounds like immersed, like the Creative City Project, yes. but smaller and like standoff events. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And she's partnered with the Space Coast. Symphony Orchestra okay. at Brevard County, so they're going to. Is do that some because the other orchestra is working with Opera Orlando? Uh, it it might. Be, I don't. I, I don't want to speak for Nicole, but if I had to guess, part of it might be that. Mm-hmm. Part of it might just be cost because right. they're not. Uh, I'm not trying to like stir the pot. No, no. It's or like am I? <laughs> no, but you know, it, it it might be a lot of things. But okay. I think she had just has a relationship with them, and so she's working with them, and so also they can do events out in Brevard County because a lot of times you know out there they might not get as much opera stuff so she can bring events out there too so there her whole idea is to not maybe present it like you would normally see it but to show off what opera really is to different audiences got it yep okay well that's exciting yeah so it's called opera del sol i like the idea of orlando being so cool that it has two opera companies first event i think is she scheduled for september and it's going to be an opera set in space Ooh, space opera opera wars will they have like powdery wigs in she's going to design all the costumes because she's a makeup artist and a designer so she's going to make it all sexy i love that you'll be doing videos for her i probably okay yeah all right well hopefully we can play one on bungalow for people yeah. All right. I'm digging it. Uh, what else is happening? There's, we just did a rental roundup. If anybody out there is looking for a place to rent for under $1,500, we have a regular column called the Rental Roundup, and we just look at what is available on the market right now. Some is are better anything? than others. Yeah, I had 13, 13 okay. homes. Some were, like, cool. Uh, yeah. The cooler ones are closer to that $1,500 mark. The there are some Rates that are expensive here in Orlando. That is a lot. That's a lot. And I need so, to rent my house out for that much. There's like garage apartments Man. for twelve hundred bucks a month. That's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, but we're here to help. We I actually had people requesting it. I hadn't done it for three weeks, and oh. I had probably like five emails saying, "When are you doing rental roundup again?" Really? Mm-hmm. So we're here. It's out there. People, go look it up. Uh, we just did a photo tour of the Your Pie Pizzeria. How's that? It's good. I thought it was cool. Where is it? It's downtown? A, it's downtown. Another it's pizza place. <laughs> Man, who's eating all this pizza downtown? <laughs> I don't know. This is pizza and tacos. It's by Sky House. It's at the bottom of floor of the Sky House. And this is the one. It's by the courthouse, right? Right by the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Should right. be good. It's right next to uh, the park that was made in, in honor of my old professor, Kevin Tijeski, the chief city planner of Orlando. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he died from a heart attack. Really? Said. He was like healthy, too. Oh. I know. And I'm fat and don't do anything. <laughs> so you'll I'm live forever. I'm going to die. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Knock on wood. Uh, Pepe's Cantina just opened. Did it? Mm-hmm. I Church did not Street. know that. They have two ninety nine tacos on Tuesdays. Man. Pepe's Cantina. Downtown on Church Street. Downtown. Right. They have another location in Winter Park. They do? It used to be my favorite Spanish place. But... They closed. <laughs> Mi Tomatia. They Mi had Tomatia. such good food. There's uh, and then you had a scoop that we haven't written about yet. Yes. 
a shot scoop. Shots. We wrote about this a little bit. I'm pretty sure when we were talking about math or social gathering. Okay. And joysticks, Orlando. Same. So I was driving around today actually, Mm -hmm. and I saw some signs that said "Shots Bar and Kitchen." So I had to go figure out what that was, and. So I chatted with the owner. This is on Magnolia and Pine, across the street from Gallery at Avalon Island. Right next to Red Bug. Yep. And it's a it's a shots bar. So what they have like a hundred different varieties of shots. <laughs> and so, you know, obviously some of them are probably pretty simple, but you know, they do like layered shots and they do fire shots. He he said that they have a shot where if I got this right. Like they have a shot and then you get a marshmallow and then somehow you roast the marshmallow and what? you drink it with a shot. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. But it was uh, face burns. I don't know. That's all I could think. Face but, burns. But they have, a location. Face. <laughs> they have a location in Miami. I've been following them. I'm on their email list mm-hmm. waiting for this shots Orlando place. Open. Yeah. Like I said, they have all these different shots like like the party shots and the and the spicy shots. And they're all like <laughs> broken up into columns and. It's all online. We'll get this up here pretty soon. But they said they're going to open in late August. That's okay. the plan. I was in there. They were doing construction work. So they got a lot of construction work to do because it used to just be an office. Like he showed me, it, it looked like an office building. Well, it's, it's, now it's an entertainment complex. Totally. Right? Joysticks, which is that amazing 80s neon blacklight uh, game arcade place. Yeah. With girls in little hooter shorts. Uh-huh. And then the third floor is Mather's Social Gathering, which yep. is like speakeasy. You cannot show up in shorts. There's a dress code. And then it's like crazy frat house on the bottom doing shots with shots. burning your face off. There you go. Shots Orlando. Yeah. And also they have food. And what's what kind of food? So he explained this to me. That More s'mores. They, they take things that are big and make them small. So like a slider. Like so, they instead of a hamburger, they have sliders. Instead okay. of hot dogs, they have like little hot dogs. Wieners. Yeah. So like you can share. They're like shareable things. What? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, totally. I know if Jessica Bryce Young, the editor of Orlando Weekly, hears this, she loves little food. Okay. So we're we're gonna have to get her post we'll up before get, she we'll scoops get something us. up here before this airs. All right. All right. So go to go to bungalow.com and and check it out. No pressure. So there's a bunch of stuff on it. Just go to bungalore.com for the other stories. I think it's time to talk about events. Yeah. Um, I won't rush you this time because we're not on a hard deadline. I kind of feel like an auctioneer sometimes. All right. Well, I'll slow it down. Which I like. Okay. So I don't know if I have all the information I need to make this slow. All right. But well, I'm going to try. What do you got? Vans Warped Tour. Oh, that's on the 30th. Kicks off. It's all weekend, right? No, it's just one day. Oh, so Friday. I used to be, that used to be my thing. Going punk rock shows and I got another one for you that if you can't if you can't make it to Vans to Tinkerfield Tinkerfield all day Saturday it'll probably be a billion degrees. Luckily, I grew up in Detroit and it wasn't a million degrees when I was going, so I couldn't imagine standing out there all day. Seeing. Are you gonna go? No, I'm too old for it. That's not true. There's like three bands that I would like to see. So Warp Tour used to be all like punk rock bands, and then they started sort of getting into some other stuff. And some I think 41. Yeah, no, anyway, poppy. started doing other stuff, and now I think they're trying to get kind of back to where they used to. But I think Guar's playing. Guar is the town. Yeah, uh, with the Warp Tour. I didn't know that. I think so. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I read that wrong in the paper. Anyway. And then was it Orlando Weekly? They were probably wrong. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, yeah. Uh, Warp Tour is at Tinkerfield. Critical Mass Friday. It's last Friday of every month. Oh wait, it's on Friday. I said Saturday. I I think it's on Friday. I think it's Friday too. Yeah, I was going to correct you. 
It's so. Friday. Uh, but also Friday is critical mass. So if you're out there tonight, just look for all. There's going to be a giant parade of bicycle, bicyclists. Be patient. Yeah, be patient, please. Don't Nobody honk your horn if you want, but they don't yeah, care. They'll be honking back. Yeah. But don't do anything mean. Don't, like, hurt nobody. Uh-uh. We're all just out there having a good time. I might be. I think I'm going to try and do mass. This, yeah? This all year. right. Yeah. I love doing it. There's a clam bake at the Ravenous Pig. Is that pig. a pot thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> clam bake. <laughs> My drag name. Uh, it's 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Ravenous Pig. $20 a plate. Clams and sausages and things. Sweet. It's, that sounds pretty good. It's like those big like pots full of like corn and stuff, right? That sounds good. Like and a little country boil? Yeah. But I with would, clams. That sounds great. Okay. We'll check it out. Take a picture. We'll put it on our Instagram. Uh, there's a three-course meal storytelling session at Lombardi Seafood. Cool. That's from at 1 p.m. Tickets are 75 bucks uh, for lunch. Yes, and I got a free ticket. Oh, nice! So I'm going. Oh, but I'm allergic to shellfish. I love Lombardi's. I should I should send you instead because I'm allergic. It's all right, you're allergic. <laughs> I'm allergic to shellfish. <laughs> they they invited me, and I they were like, "Do you have any allergies?" And I said, "Shellfish," and I haven't heard anything back. So <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee. I went to the opening of. Uh, What's the seafood place that just opened up on in the real coastal or the coastal kitchen? Real fish, real fish. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I went there and they knew I was allergic and it was like half the stuff I couldn't eat. And then we did a dining in the dark fundraiser <laughs> where heard you, you get served by SWAT teams and you can't see anything. They're wearing like night vision goggles. Like you, you have to like put your finger in your wine glass while you pour your own wine for yourself. Really? Everybody's just wasted because they're just having a great time. Nobody can see you drink. So like. And everything just goes crazy. There's ladies screaming. Like it was just, it was a cacophony. And uh, the first course they brought out was crab. Oops. And they knew I was allergic. And I ate it. And you died. And I died. <laughs> and this is my ghost speaking. No, I just drank a lot of wine to like <laughs> wash it out. Doesn't sound like a good a, plan. Not a great time. Um, there's a bike polo. Have you ever done bike polo? I take a drink right now. Yes. I was one of the first people to write a story on bike polo. In oh, I love it. Yep. Was it at Langford Park? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So same guys. They're doing yep. it. There's this. a tennis court. I think it's a, yeah, it's Langford Park. They There's actually like a, a housing project there. They just take over the, <laughs> the basketball courts. I think it's cool. They go. I mean, I was always surprised like. The people that showed up, how loud they were, how many drinks they'd have, but it's fun. This is the punk event. I was like, yeah. room, room full of strangers is going to come yep. play. Uh, I think it's a lineup of like five different bands. Yeah. Free. There's like kegs, beer kegs, food. I, I don't think know you how they get away with this. Live bunk. I think it's just a pop up. They just uh, come and take over and have a good time. All right. Uh, hopefully, we don't get them in trouble. What it's day is that? 1 p.m. Saturday. Oh, maybe I'll swing by. I'm supposed to be on some sort of YouTube show that day. That's fun. Yeah, it's called like Late Night Tonight at Night. What? I have no idea. Do you know Tim Murphy, the comedian here? In yeah. Town? Big Tim. He said he recommended me to somebody else named Lorraine, and she sent me a message. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So if I'm murdered on Saturday. <laughs> I'm, I'm John Bustucker. I'll do anything. These are the clues that you should use to solve my murder. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Why don't you invite me to go to things You want to go? No. All right. I, I don't even know what. Go. I don't even know what it is. Right. So maybe you don't want to. Yeah. Why didn't you look it up before he said yes? I, don't, I couldn't find anything. On it. There's no YouTube videos. I didn't see it. Is maybe this it's the, the first, first one? one. Could be. 
And it's you? I don't know. That's exciting. I'll find out more details to come. You're going to launch the ship. Yeah, we'll see. The face that launched a thousand YouTube ships. Yeah, John we'll Bustecker. Uh, Sasha Velour is coming to Parliament House, 9 p.m. Saturday. Okay. $15 at the that door. That means nothing to me, by the way. Oh, she's the, she just won uh, oh. RuPaul's Drag Race. See, this is the whole thing that I just don't watch TV. That's so. crazy. <laughs> she's amazing. She's like an art. She actually runs her own magazine, funded her own ah. magazine called Velour, um, and she's an artist, and there's a connection to, like, an Orlando drag queen. Ginger? Uh, Douglas Magoo. Oh. He was... They, I'm not up in the drag queen no. culture, so... <laughs> That's his real name. Oh. Uh, him and... Uh, They're a cartoon character. He used to do Fringe all the time with his partner. Pepe? No. Uh... <laughs> It'll I'm just throwing names out there now. Happy. <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> Silly Phyllis. <laughs> Donna Rhea. <laughs> I'll meet up. Um, that's going to be huge. The VIP tickets are already sold out. So you can just do the sit, sit with the masses. The shows are at 10 and midnight, but doors open at 9, 15 midnight, bucks. Midnight, man. I'm old. You're old. <laughs> It'll be good. She does stuff like with projections. Okay. So they'll project onto her body or like around her it's really cool. Really cutting edge stuff. Uh, Sunday, Uncomfortable Brunch at Will's Pub. It's a series of like uncomfortable movies that are just what are they showing? E2 Mama Tambien, okay. which I don't really see as I've never uncomfortable. Seen it. It's a beautiful movie, yeah. I thought. Also, but I was younger when I saw it and there were young gay guys. There was like a gay scene. I uh, just loved it. Uh, 1 p.m. Is Josh still doing that? I don't know. Okay. I thought he moved to Chicago. I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. Josh, right? Nobody cares. People are listening right. to us. What? Okay. Throwing out names nobody cares about. <laughs> Donna Rhea. Uh, Dodd Burge. There's a concert at Tamuqua White House. Oh, I like that place. Yeah. If, you, if nobody out there knows what we're talking about, Tamuqua White House is literally someone's house. It's the music director uh, for Le Cirque, Cirque du Soleil. Yep. I forget his name right now. Uh, made his house into a concert hall, as you do. And invites like really cool cutting edge bands uh, from around the world into his living room, and you can donation go and usually donation bring, bring your some own food, bring some wine, yeah, and enough to stuff. share. Uh, it's like three stories down. What kind of music is this? Do you know? I don't know. Probably world music. Good I enough. always think it's like the music that you get at Starbucks, <laughs> like on CD. That's where these people that's play. That's where they play. <laughs> and usually there's like an artist painting live. Or, uh -huh. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's a really fun like super Orlando thing. Yeah, and as a Canadian. I'm used to like house concerts. It's mm. just a thing. Like we used to have house concerts at my house. We rent chairs and set up a stage in the living room. And yeah, yeah. But like Fred Penner. Fred Penner. Do you know who Fred Penner is? Yeah, I know the word. A lot bird? of people don't know who that is. When that I say Fred heart. Penner's place, ah, oh, word bird. Yeah, Which nobody knows what I'm day. talking about because because I grew up in Michigan. I think we got all the Canadian stuff. <laughs> really? So anyway, Fred Penner. He had like this kids TV show. <laughs> Where he played guitar in like the woods. The cat came back yeah. the very next and day. And he had friends in the woods. Yeah. And he had like a beard. And he, he kind of looked like the dad from Family Ties. He did. <laughs> Oddly sexy. And he'd like <laughs> have to climb through a yeah, log a to get to this special alcove. <laughs> yeah, Fred Penner. Nobody knows what I when We're I We're bonding. That up. Google it. Uh, July 4th events start on Monday, man. Even though it's the third. Not a big fan of fireworks. <laughs> it it kind of sketches out people's dogs. I just think it's, I don't know. You see one firework, you kind of see them all. Leave your dog at home. It's I'm so hot. tired of seeing people's posts about yeah. their dog running away because they were dumb enough to bring them to the parade. Yeah, and don't do fire that. Walk. Leave it's it so out. It's so sad. So basically, get your 
chair right now for Lake Eola. <laughs> yeah. Because it's crazy busy. Get it out. People, I saw people lining up already. No, yeah. it's not true. Not my thing. No, I'm good. But Bald, there's stuff at Baldwin Park and Wall Street. Uh, Ultima, I, I'm sure. The Red Hot Boom is like <laughs> the big one. There's actually, we shared it last year. There's a, a video. It's a movie that people have made just for your pets. And you put it on, and it's designed to help them chill out. Really? When fireworks start nice. happening. So you can look it up. Metallica's playing on Wednesday at Camping yeah, World are. Stadium, 6 p.m. And then Thursday, all our artists, drinkers out there, uh, the Falcons hosting another episode of Mystery Sketch Theater. Cool. You can come at 8 p.m., get some drinks, and draw uh, cosplayers. Ah. They're going to be sexy cosplayers. And non-sexy and ones, too, I'm sure. non-sexy ones. <laughs> Usually they're really cool looking, though. Like a Harley Quinn or yeah. something. Oh, God. Yeah. Harley Quinn. <laughs> you ever been to MegaCon? How many Harley Quinns like are there? Like a million Harley Quinns. <laughs> I actually want, I wanted, when I was a reporter, I wanted to do a whole video on just the Harley Quinns. Right? I never got around to it, but I'll, I think it would be hilarious. And they're all looking for boyfriends. Yeah. 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 You I don't dress like, like Harley Quinn no. for no reason. No, you're, you're dressing like Harley Quinn because... You, some, let's you want be, someone let's to pull on your pigtails, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a green gable. And a green not gables. everybody, not everybody can pull off Harley Quinn. Let's be honest. I could. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would be a good-looking Harley Quinn. All right. Anyway, so that's yeah, I our think episode. There's a Pride game this weekend too. Oh, I missed it. My Saturday. Bad. Okay. Good call. Yeah. You've contributed, John Bostecker. That's all we got. That's it. Thanks Keep for an eye on us. Yeah. We'll be back on the radio next week. We've got a couple announcements from Bungle, or maybe we'll do it just on here. What do you got? It'll be fun. We're launching uh, some limited edition cocktail kegs. They're going to be going busting out for uh, the summer. Cool. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled on where we're going to be hosting them. They're all going to be in Main Street districts, and hopefully, with some proceeds, going to a, a different local charity every month. Cool. And we're also launching a zine this summer, too. Awesome. Very exciting. And then we're also working on a bunch of other secret stuff. But we'll be keep your eyes peeled on bungalore.com. Cool. All That's right. it. That's, That's all we it. got. Thanks for having us. Yep. We'll see you next week back on the radio. Hey. Later, Brendan.